something that remotely stupid. Trey bit his lip and struggled to lift his hips off the bed. He wanted Brian's hands on his cock as he fucked him, stroking him from base to tip, giving him pleasure, making him come. Come by his hand, in his hands. The hands that created the guitar music that was as much a part of Trey as it was of Brian. Brian? he whispered. Please? No. Trey groaned and rocked his hips, rubbing his cock against the mattress. He needed to come so bad. Oh, please, I need it, need you. Hold still, Trey, you know how this works. Trey stopped moving. Brian had been visiting him like this more and more frequently, especially since Brian had gotten his wife, Myrna, pregnant. It was pretty much a nightly occurrence at this point. Trey wanted him, not just in bed, in his life. Each moment he felt Brian slipping further away and Trey didn't know how to hold on to him. Brian, stay with me, please. Trey? A hand grabbed Trey's shoulder and gave him a hard shake. Trey, wake up, it's time. Trey opened his eyes. The Brian of his dreams vanished and was replaced by the real Brian. This one was not fucking him good, hard, and selfishly up the ass. This one was fully clothed and grinning at him from just outside the curtain of Trey's bunk. Trey's balls tightened unexpectedly, and he reached down to pull off his sock. He buried his cock in the soft, warm cotton. His belly clenched. Muscles at the base of his cock gave a hard spasm. He came with a tortured gasp. God damn it, he ruined more socks that way. Sorry to interrupt your wet dreams, dude, Brian said, but we've got to catch a plane, like immediately, get dressed. Still disoriented, still trembling with the aftereffects of his unexpected orgasm, while Brian watched, he'd undoubtedly relive that in his fantasies for weeks, Trey forced himself to sit up on his bunk. Feet dangling over the edge, he bent his back at an uncomfortable angle, so he didn't whack his head on the tour bus's ceiling. What time is it? Trey rubbed his eyes and blinked in the overly bright cabin lights. Three. In the morning? What the hell, Brian? I need sleep. Myrna's in labor. Trey's heart twisted unpleasantly. She's not due for two weeks. I know, it's the real deal, though. She's already at the hospital. Brian grabbed Trey's arm and jerked him out of his bunk to the floor. Hurry up, I will not miss the birth of my first child. I don't understand why I have to go, Trey said. Brian looked a little hurt, and Trey immediately wanted to take that comment back. You have to go because I need you there. Brian said. Fine, I'll go, whatever. Trey said, as if his heart wasn't singing with delight. Brian needed him? There was a first time for everything, he supposed. Trey rearranged his boxer shorts and located his jeans on the floor next to their new soundboard operator's empty bunk. Rebecca's bunk didn't get much use. She and the man's drummer, Eric Styx, spent most nights in the back bedroom, claiming they were still on their honeymoon. 
Seven months of honeymooning was a bit much by anyone's standards, even Trey's. Trey hopped into his pants, tugged a t-shirt over his head, and began his search for a spare sock. Brian chuckled at him when he tossed his ruined sock in the garbage. That must have been some dream. What was it about? Trey raked a hand through his long bangs. These three really hot chicks, he lied without missing a beat. I had three cocks and each of them was sucking one. Brian quirked an eyebrow at him and Trey's heart skipped a beat. The man was so fucking gorgeous it was a sin. Weird. But not as weird as having homoerotic dreams about your best friend, your married best friend who was about to become a father. Did you get plane tickets already? Trey asked. Your brother's jet is meeting us at the airstrip. It's already on its way. Should be landing by the time we get there.